Good afternoon, beautiful people. This is your boy GP Speaks checking in with y'all. Um, <clears throat> I do not have a specific topic for y'all today. I don't know how this podcast is necessarily going to go, and I'm going to tell you why. Commonly, I brainstorm, I research, I'll listen to some sermons, um, and then I'll write out my layout for my podcast. Now, I've done that for the past couple of days, but I couldn't find that click that I needed to find to be able to communicate with y'all like how I usually communicate with y'all. I found myself like stuttering over my words and just like not feeling the real conviction in what I usually feel. The difference in today's podcast and the common podcast is I usually speak about things that I fully come to a conclusion about or to an understanding or I have like my final practices up to this point on that matter today is totally different today I'm talking to y'all about a live and real event about waking up in the midst of all of your issues you've been praying you've been being obedient you've been being smarter with your resources But you feel every ounce of that pressure that day. A lot of people think, you know, because I'm I'm positive and because I'm a trainer and because I'm doing these inspirational podcasts, it's like I don't feel what I'm going through. Even on a fitness level, people think because I'm in a certain level of shape that I don't feel fatigued and I don't feel um, my muscles burning or I don't feel the weight loads that I'm lifting. I'm at a different level. But I still feel everything that I apply. If you don't feel it, then you're not applying enough. So now when we take it to this life thing, I mean, I got stuff going on with my mom, with my mother-in-law, my family, uh, my best friend's family. One of my closest boys is going through his own thing. And it's like when you when you when you close to certain people, whether they're particularly your issues or not. You're going to feel the pain. You're going to feel compelled to help and to do something about it because you care about the individual. Um, So honestly, y'all, I'm just I'm going through the motions of this day. And every time I find myself falling into one of those negative mental spirals or I find myself contemplating negative thoughts or I find myself getting emotional thinking about somebody's situation. The 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 common application, the, the realistic application right now has been prayer. I've been getting myself in an isolated spot, not in a way that's like, oh, I just don't want to deal with nobody. Everybody leave me alone. But more so in the sense of, okay, let me try to brainstorm on some ideas that could first help these situations. Now, if I can't come to any conclusions, then the next thing I need to do is I need to pray. And the toughest for me of them all is the weight. It's the weight. God don't always answer our prayers immediately. The situation don't always turn around immediately. Sometimes you get a confirmation in your spirit or in a prayer or in a message that you hear that lets you know that the situation will not be what it is. But the fact that you are sitting in that situation and you don't have an end date 
sometimes can make it all the more frustrating or painful. <laughs> um, I decided to record this message, even though it isn't as organized as the other ones have been, because I know I'm not the only one. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person who woke up on that side of the bed today. And I and for me, I'm I'm understanding now not to just internalize everything negative that you may be. I'm not going to say negative, everything adverse that you may be going through, because someone else may need to hear that you're going through the exact same thing. So they don't feel like they're alone in that situation. So they don't feel like no one understands their pain. Is 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 good to express things. It's good to find control first. It's good to find a neutral standpoint in your expression so you can communicate the right message. But it's not necessarily good to go through things and oh, I'm I'm just gonna fall off the face of the earth. I'm not gonna talk to nobody. I'm not gonna tell nobody nothing. I'm ashamed. Uh, I'm I don't want people to judge me about the situation that I'm going through. So I'm just not gonna tell nobody. It's not healthy. And a lot of times we end up stuck in those situations when we isolate ourselves from people because of the situations we're going through. Now, it's two different, two different contrasts to that. It's a difference to get alone to figure things out and to empower yourself and to find your focus and your neutral ground in the situation. But it's another thing to close yourself off out of frustration. It's another thing to Oh, I ain't talking to nobody. Don't nobody care about me anyway. Um, you know, ain't nobody checking in on me anyway. And I and I've had to battle that mindset. I've had to battle that mindset a lot throughout my life. And I had to come to some key conclusions about how that mindset was totally wrong in an error. For one, anytime I got into a situation, I unhealthily closed myself off previously. I I isolated myself intentionally, right? Now, the people that I thought or that I felt or considered close to me, I didn't necessarily tell them in depth what was going on. I just tell them, oh, I'm going through something, blah, 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 right? So when I didn't hear from them for three to four weeks, and I look on a media and it's like y'all living y'all best life and I'm over here going through a mental and spiritual hell right now by myself. It's like, oh, y'all ain't my real friends anyway. Y'all don't care about what was going on with me anyway. And I would find myself like getting deeper into this like negative spiral of thoughts, not even understanding like I shut folks out, first of all. And in my delivery in shutting folks out, it wasn't necessarily in a manner in which people would want to stick around. Right. So that was my doing. <laughs> and I had to look at that in retrospect. Another thing that I had to look out and retro- look at in retrospect, this is another example also of how, like, even when, you know, you may make the wrong decision, like your time is not wasted, like God will organize it for you. Um, a lot of those times that I spent in isolation and, and cutting folks off and all of that, it gave me an opportunity to change the lens in which I viewed folks in because there were some people who still checked in out of love and out of care. And then there were some people who, if I didn't, if they, if I didn't send a message or call them or initiate conversation, I had never heard from them. So for me, how can I, 
how can I consider myself your friend and acquaintance or vice versa? If I don't even have the concern or you don't even have the concern to know what kind of well-being and headspace that I'm in. Hmm? How can I consider you a friend to me when now that I'm going through a tough period, whether you know why or not, the things that were accessible in me for you at one point are not accessible now. Now I don't hear from you at all. Hmm. So these types of things help me be able to put in perspective myself how I handle my adversity and my tough situations and my woke up on the wrong side of the bed kind of days. And it also helped me start to discern who was really a friend, who really cared, who really was concerned and interested about my well-being. And to be totally honest with y'all, I mean, I had been in and out of that process, you know, for the past like three years. I'll say this last year was probably my most like stable mental and looking back on everything in retrospect, getting my mind right kind of year. But before then, it was kind of like I was up and down. And for the most part, I don't talk to anybody that I formerly spoke to. And it turned out to not even be like on some bad blood type of stuff. It was just the understanding and the realization that we don't benefit each other's lives at all. And if we aren't doing superficial things to make each other feel like we're benefiting each other's lives, then you could see how pointless the relationship or the friendship was. Um, man, I'm, I, I can say that I do feel better just by expressing these thoughts to y'all, right? <laughs> But I was talking to one of my friends yesterday and we kind of was having the same conversation about like being there for people, you know, having a, a certain group and a certain number of people who's like, OK, these are my ride or dies. These are my dogs. You feel me? And it's really not even that they care about you or you care about them is that we've spent so much time together and we've had a lot of experience together so I'm being loyal to you and you're being loyal to me because of time served but time served really means nothing if you hadn't done anything of value to and for the, that person in that time served like in that time served if, if, I'm, if I'm cool with somebody for four or five years you know and every weekend we going out, we turning up, we having a time of our lives, we go eat together, we have, we just having fun. That's beautiful, right? But did I enhance them at all? Did they pick up any positive characteristics, ways of thinking, or habits for me? Or vice versa? Did I ever feel inspired by them, motivated, or even convicted to stop doing something that was negative? Right? A lot of times, we try to we try to submerge ourselves around people that struggle with the exact same things that we need to be overcoming. People that are addicted to something, they hang around people that are addicted to the same thing. Why? Because they those people accept it and I don't have to worry about the rejection of going outside of this common circle. People who 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 struggle with got who, who are gossipers, who do they kick it with? Who do they hang with? people that gossip 
that you're not going to go around people who's worried about their own stuff and not really gossiping because as soon as you start to gossip, you're going to get rejected, right? People who struggle with eating disorders, who they hang around, they big friends, right? That struggle with eating disorders. Sometimes we think, oh, I just heck of like food. I just like how that tastes. I just... And don't even understand and realize like we're struggling from an entire disorder, a dependency. If you if you can't get that food item or if you can't get that product that you want and you're irritated or your whole day is distraught by it, that's an addiction. That's a little deeper than just I like this action or I like this thing or this food. And oftentimes the only time is we are willing to change our circle and come out of those habits and those atmospheres are when we're desperate to change our lives. Right? I mean, I get everything that I'm talking about, I've done. Right? I've lived. Um, when I was really big, like, I remember some of the closest people to me being, some of them wasn't my size, but they ate, they had the same eating habits as I had. We going to McDonald's together. We going to KFC Roundtable, In-N-Out Burger, Nations together. You know, we going to the store. Man, I want a honey bun. Man, I want one too. And I'm going to get some chips. Like, it's, it's, it's like-minded. We were like-minded. And at the end of the day, you feel me, when I'm by myself, I remember like regretting eating all of those things because I knew those things weren't helping me. And I knew that I was coming to a to a crossroad of, I want to get all of this extra weight off of me. I am really not happy where I'm at. Um, when that decision fully clicked, the very people say like, you got to change your circle. You got to get people around you, you know, who's, who's where you're trying to go. And I totally believe that. But I think that before you actually start to like obtain those people, you go through a really, really lonely stage. At least that's what happened for me. I don't know if, when other people transition, they go through that lonely stage. But every time I get ready to transition in life, regardless of what area it is, I go through a lonely stage. So in this particular stage, I remember I was going from hanging with the people that I was hanging with us, going to eat how we was eating. And then one day it just clicking like. I hate myself and I do not want to do this no more. And for like a solid, I would say, y'all, it was like a solid three week period, maybe even more than that. Like I wasn't contacting my friends. People was coming to my crib looking for me. I was like locking myself up in a room. And at this time, I could I could look at it and say that it was unhealthy the way that I did it. But I still got positives out of it because I was able to get away from the influence of my friends. I was I was able to get away from the feelings of those habits you feel me when you get around somebody and it's like y'all used to doing certain things unconsciously you be ready to do those same things and that's how it was so i i don't remember being conscious about it like okay i'm just gonna stop talking to y'all but i just remember being turned off by even being around certain people's presence and when I got that feeling of like, okay, I don't even want to deal. I don't even, I just, I just want to be in my room by myself. Like I started thinking on stuff, you know, I started looking at stuff. I started dreaming. I started getting visions about what I could become, but it, it took for me to get in isolation for a little bit. Um, 
and that's just one example. I mean, I come from being broke too. My family never had nothing. My family still don't have nothing. I'm really the first person out in my family that's trying to go get something. Um, and it's like, even just coming from, from those experiences, like when I get around my friends who like had like established families or they had like support systems and they, you know, they kind of had the guidance that they need. Like initially, for example, let me give you a, a smaller example. I suck at budgeting, right? Kind of always have. A lot of people suck at budgeting. But I think all of us know like one or two people who actually budget and they're great at it, right? Now, for me, initially, I would get like, I would just get really self-conscious and uncomfortable having those conversations with them about budgeting and saving your money and putting your money up because I was unfamiliar with it. And I always would feel like if I'm not knowledgeable in a certain area or a certain subject or that conversation or topic that we're talking about that I'm going to be judged and the person going to look at me different like eh, you don't even know how to do blah 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 but in reality like we won't learn if we don't ask and I had to get I had to grow up mentally so I can understand that like ask questions and at the end of the day it doesn't even matter what the other person think because once you get the information you got the information and it's not like you don't know anymore because you just learned it <laughs> so it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter if you don't know it doesn't matter how people look at you when you don't know things but if you don't ask questions out of fear of how a person may look at you because you don't know that thing, then you'll never know that thing. And you'll always be subject to the reality and the fear of somebody judging you behind what you don't know. Um, so when I started to actually ask questions, I still I'm not perfect with it, but I've grown. You get what I'm saying? Like I've learned different tricks and techniques to budget. You know, some people it works for them to just take all their bills out their first check and their next check, that's your living money, right? For some people, um, one of my favorite ways to budget is take a quarter of your top bills out of each check if you get paid by, I mean, weekly. So there's a whole bunch of, like a plethora of ways of saving your money and putting a certain percentage here and a certain percentage here and a certain percentage here that I know now that I can communicate and I'm actually, I'm happy that I can communicate it. But if you had to ask me or if the conversation had have come up about budgeting a year and a half, two years ago, I would have been looking kind of crazy without too much of anything to say because I didn't know anything. Um, so I've learned. I've learned dramatically. Ask questions. Ask questions. A reason, a portion of the reason why this podcast is happening and how it is improved is because I was asking, asking questions. Some of my closest friends, some of my speaker friends, some of my just people, my friends who's just booming and just seem fearless in their entrepreneurial stance and they just doing their thing. Like I would just ask questions because I'm 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 stepping into a platform, into a world that I'm unfamiliar with. And the more knowledge that I have going into it, the more ammo I have and the more comfortability that, I, that I'll have. Um, so, yeah, I want to give. I want to give y'all first, I want to give y'all encouragement um, and a reminder about perspective. Uh, I think my next podcast is just going to straight be on perspective. But if you look at your issues, if you if you look at your problems, if you look at your struggles, 
and all you see is issues, problems, and struggles. You'll be down, and you won't be able to climb out. Um, it'll be a lot harder to see the opportunities and the possibilities that may be presenting themselves that will change or better the situation. And sometimes our creator intentionally allows us to deal with certain things just so we can add something to us, so we can learn something from it, so we can get stronger for a specific task that we're going to have to accomplish in this land. Like, there is no death there is no heartbreak. There is no loss of money. There is no loss of a job. There is no loss of a relationship. There is no level of embarrassment or ridicule that you will ever experience that will not somehow benefit you. It it won't feel good. We 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 like to correlate things being good with them feeling good. But most of the time, the things that don't feel good are the things that are the most beneficial for your life. Just think about that. Studying don't necessarily feel good if you're not naturally a study person, but it's beneficial for your life. Working out is painful at any level. I don't give a damn how good of shape you get in. You should always be in pain working out or you're not producing enough stress to change your body. But if the more pain that you can tolerate, the better your body will come out, the better conditioning you will have, the better your muscle tone will look. Sometimes it's painful to go to work mentally and physically, right? But it's beneficial for your life because it provides a means of income for stability. So now that's in the natural. But when we go to the spiritual, like being alone helps you tap into the spiritual. Sacrificing that time being out with specific people or doing certain actions promotes you to be in a better place spiritually. And we f and we miss out on this opportunity because we look directly to the pain of being alone, to the discomfort of being alone, to the, the feelings of nobody likes me, nobody cares about me. And when we get to those feelings, it's like we immediately cancel out the opportunity for growth, for for progress. I had to I had to in the midst of my alone times start to think about myself like. You possess this quality, you think like this, you do this, you you growing in this habit, you growing in this way. And the more I started to celebrate myself, the more those negative thoughts about people not liking me went out the way because I started to feel like, how could you not like me? <laughs> right. That might sound cocky, but it's not cocky. It's confident. And you should embrace yourself and feel that you are an amazing person and that you're a benefit to the people who are around you. You might not have money. You might not have all the cars and all the whatever you have. But the way that you speak and the way that you pick up your friends and maybe the insight that you give them or some of the suggestions that you give them can be enhancements. You get what I'm saying? So but that but it's, it's all about perspective. That's another thing. Oh, last point I'm going to make. I have always been one to think up until this past couple of years that I serve no purpose if I'm broke. I'm useless if I'm broke. I'm less of a man if I'm broke. And young kings and queens, let me tell you that, that is the farthest thing from the truth. 
I now understand that the only thing that I don't possess is the finances. Yet, all of the other qualities that I would desire for myself to have at the end all expected conclusion of myself, I already possess most of those qualities. 90 percentile. The only thing I don't have right now is money (laughs) in the degree that I would want it. Right. But now I, I can't help but think about the alternate reality in which if I did not have the 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 internal things that I celebrate about myself and I had all the money, I probably would be real unhappy. I probably would be depressed and probably would be out here wilding out acting crazy. Um, but I understand that because now I'm starting to value things that are actually valuable relationships, time, peace, um, focus, self-control and discipline. Like those are the things that are valuable. Clubbing every weekend is not valuable. Buying all of the latest fashion is not valuable. Like what are your kids going to do with what you're doing with with your life right now? What what are your grandkids going to do with what you're doing with with your life right now? If you're not doing anything meaningful, they're not going to be able to take turn ups in the city out with them. They're not going to be able to they're not going to be able to <laughs> get any benefit from how much we turn up or how much we drink or how many bodies we catch or how much designer we got. And that's what a lot of people's ambition is in this day and age, believe it or not. Coming from a HBCU, oh my God, it's real different, real different. And then it's like at the end of the day, people don't understand that all of those actions are like byproducts of an internal pain or something that we lacking internally that we don't even realize. But you're never going to come to the conclusion of that if you don't get along and get to spend some time with yourself. And and picking and pulling thoughts and habits out of yourself. Right? So, and I, <laughs> I can't even tell y'all exactly where I started this message, but I feel like it was a good one. So, without further ado, I need y'all to hit your boy, GP underscore four zero on Instagram, trainer underscore GP on my alternate Instagram, GLYN40 on Snapchat. My email is on the app as well. Contact me, give me feedback, give me suggestions. Um, and if anyone wants to feature, if anybody wants to be a part of this, hit me up directly. Um, I'll have you download an app and I'll have you become a feature or a co host, depending on what we decide. Um, love, peace, and hair grease. I appreciate y'all tuning in and I appreciate the love that I get from all of these messages. Please keep it up and I will do my best to keep it up as well. Love y'all. God bless.